everybody, and welcome to today's edition of the Chapter by Chapter podcast for The Dragon Reborn. I am your host, Will Cowan. With me is my good friend and co-host, Stevie Boy. Today we're in the kitchen and we're cooking up. What are we cooking? Ham. Beans. Beans. <laughs> well, ham and beans. Ham and beans. I'm still thinking about yesterday and the ham. I, I almost went straight to the fridge after immediately finishing that podcast. I almost went straight to the fridge and started looking for ham, but I didn't in because I don't have yep. ham. You know that. None in there. You are a smart boy. I think, look, man, I think I might be going to the grocery store. I might be getting that dollar ham. Listen, uh, grab a couple packs and then drop them off over here on your way back, paperboy style. Like the old NES game, Paperboy, you can just sort of huck it from the street at my door. A couple ham packs, ham sacks. What's amazing is that I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Usually, yeah! Now, everybody, we've said it before in the show, I get almost no retro video game references because I never played any of those games. Some games like that you think that, of course, you should have played it. That just should have been part of your childhood. No, missed it. Yeah, like Mario, any of them. Yeah, missed them all. <laughs> Everything was gone. But that one... That was just a guess. <laughs> <laughs> no did not play any marios uh no i had a game boy version of uh super mario bros game boy versions of shit don't count get the fuck out of here yeah i guess so unless yeah, it's, it's a game boy because it was... game the game boy versions are not the same experience exactly and this one was just like a uh was just the original super mario bros i think just came with the game boy color you know I think that you don't know what you're talking about. And in fact, what you Thanks. were playing is Super Mario and the Legend of the Ten Rings. I do not think you had a Game Boy port of the NES version. You might have. I think, okay. Never, you know what? Never mind. I'm glad I got that reference. Chapter 29. Chapter 29. We're in the kitchens today, man. And you and I, we have we go back quite a bit with kitchens. We, <laughs> I mean, you do. We? Well, yeah, I worked in kitchens <laughs> when I was a teenager, when I was a young man, when I was a young yeah. man teenager, and as an adult, and I'm still working in the kitchen every single day. I don't mind kitchen work. Actually, I think uh, I, I, when I was in high school, I had a foods class. Me too. I think, I think I've talked about this before. I think we've talked about our food classes. We might have talked about this. Anyways, I, I, I loved foods class. The teacher that I, the, the chef that I had, he bumped me up a grade in foods class because I was, what just was his like, name? I just, Mr. Boy RD. <laughs> Chef Ali. Yeah. I didn't want a real answer. It would have been better with boy RD. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. All right. Well, anyways, loved working in the kitchen. I got to cook, but the best part, I think you agree with me. Dishes. I still do the dishes. To a lot day. of people don't like doing a dish. I love doing I dishes. I love doing a dish. All right. I know where to start and I know where to finish. And once you get in a groove, you can get fun. You can start singing a little song. You start banging on the edge of the sink and get everyone around you singing. You have fun. That's how I do dishes every day in my house. But there's a bunch of animals looking at me, very confused, and me in the middle, just like, I win my way. Banging on pots. I win my way. I win my way. Well, I'm just hitting pots and putting soap everywhere. Everybody else in your house is just like, I just wish he would just shut up. You gotta Please make the, love of God. the fun you want in your life. You're you and I are a dishwashing team, man. I, we've been complimented. We have, I'm at, yeah, but for for our dish cleaning abilities, <laughs> we have people. I don't know what to tell you. We're good at it. I guess we sing songs and we dance. 
fucking lion sleeps tonight. Uh, it's such a, we're a, we're a show in and of our in and of itself. We should just make that into a YouTube show. <clears throat> yeah, we can just really it'll just be like those fucking hobbits at the beginning of the Hobbit. I mean dwarves. <laughs> Those fucking dwarves at the beginning of the Hobbit. Remember that shit? Yeah, where they're saying where they're throwing dishes at it each spoiled other. Spoiled the like entire experience for me. Spoiled it. I didn't like those movies <laughs> because it starts off with dwarves doing dishes. What's that about? What is it? Uh, I thought. Isn't it in the book? I don't. I haven't read the, the Hobbit. Book. Look at this. Hold on. This is an audio podcast, but people can't see. But you can help them out. Look at this. What is this? What am I holding right now? It's a, it's, it's his penis, everybody. It's he not just... my penis. <laughs> what is it? It's a copy of the Hobbit. Copy of Hobbit. Now, ooh, he just flew it Where'd away. It go? He just flew away like it meant nothing, like like a dish. Fuck it. Some might Fuck say the book. I don't care what happened in the book. I just threw the book across the room. All right. Now the reason why we're talking about dishes today is because we are in the kitchen. We're getting hot and steamy in the Woo! kitchen. We're with Egwene, Nynaeve, and Elaine. Woo! As they are just doing, they're just doing their accepted kitchen work, which it seems to be like now, that just is like what they do. I, I do. Oh, I'm going to say this. I do recall <laughs> Matt's father saying three pretty women in the kitchen. <laughs> you're you're in for a good time. You got to clean, you got to clean the kitchen. <laughs> no, um. Oh man. No, it's true. I was thinking about I was thinking after we talked about yesterday and then I read this chapter today, uh I was wondering how we were going to kind of combine those those two those two logics. But there there the point is is that it seems like accepted just does just do a lot of kitchen work. It seems like uh yeah, they what do was all the step the beforehand? They was it the... novice? Novice, yeah. Yeah, whatever whatever is like the one before that, they do a lot of floor work, a lot of floor cleaning. You know, a lot of scrubbing, a lot of buffing, sweeping, right? Yep. Do, now, do they do stable work? Like clean the horses? Give them a good pat? Well, the poop. Yeah, the poop. Yeah. Yeah. A little hay moving. And then you graduate to kitchen work. And you know, this sounds actually kind of fun. They got, they got a mean chef, which is her. What was her name again? Uh, Lara? Laris. Laris. That's a chef yeah, name. Laris. It sounds like the name of a meat pie and not even a person. Well, she is kind like, of a meat pie, isn't she? The way that... <laughs> Robert Jordan yeah. describes her. He does. Yeah. <laughs> we can tell that Robert Jordan is not, uh, you know, eh, he doesn't feel that same way about Laris as maybe he does about writing Celine chapters. Yeah. If you, if you know what I mean. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I know what you mean. I don't know. I I, I like Laris. She, she, she feels like she's, uh, she feels like the thing that I, my experience she feels like a meat pie. Well, like our experience. And let me tell you though. I like a meat pie. <laughs> I love, I love, I, lo- I love a meat pie or like a shepherd's pie or like a fun pie. Oh, like, um, shepherd's like pie. a dinner pie. Yeah. Dinner pie. Right? Like there's this place. Have you ever found, have you ever had these pies? Simple Simon's pies? No. Have you ever had those? But this sounds amazing. Well, simple. How simple, simple Simon, is he? He's not simple at all. <laughs> That's the thing. He's an extremely complicated man. Who has decoded the art and craft of pies? And he—I don't know who he is, and I don't know if he even exists. He might be metaphorical. He might be a corporate entity. But you can get simple Simon pies at the farmers market here in the city, right? Right. And some of the some of the grocery stores actually 
have I think they have a little contract deal going on with with Simon himself, and you can buy some of them at the at the grocery stores. Ooh. But if you get the authentic experience and you get into that farmer's market, you get to that pie booth, you won't you won't believe your eyes, Will. You won't, you won't believe your pies because you're selling me. Here, there's man. pies everywhere, and they got like a mix and match. It's like twelve pies for forty bucks. Twelve or pies. Now I know it sounds like a lot of pies. It sounds crazy, but we're talking. They're like personal. They're like personal pies. Oh, okay. They're like okay, um. Okay. They're like about the size of a CD, maybe a little smaller, and they're in like a little foil, like a like a muffin tray almost. But it's a little individual tiny pie tray. Yeah. And you think it's a tiny little pie, but they pack so much fucking pie <laughs> into those pies, <laughs> and you can mix and match all the flavors, and it is out of this world. Oh man! I hope we get a pie sponsorship. Uh, simple Simon. People, simple Simon. People, you got to try those pies though. I, I, oof, it's a hot endorsement. Yeah, They're delicious. Yeah, I got to check that out. I, I, it's I don't, been a minute since I've had some. I don't think yeah. I've been to the farmers market in years, years and years and years. Not since I was a kid, maybe. And even then, yeah, going there as an adult and exploring the like doing your groceries there is not a bad. It's not a bad call. Yeah, it's still they open. Got that whole produce section. In COVID times. I don't know. I bet you now it is, yeah. Probably. Not, not during the winter. Oh, is it open during the winter or is it more of during like the... Uh... Yeah, no, I mean, it's normally open during the winter. There's a, there's a specific one that uh, that's near that's near my place. We'll go. We'll go one time. We'll do a podcast. Later. Oh, man. Can we do it at Simple Simons? We'll interview everyone. That sounds like a fantastic... That's a podcast series in and of itself. Yeah. We're growing the <laughs> network. We'll call, it, we'll call it Simple Simons Podcast Adventure. <laughs> <laughs> or something i don't know and never we'll, 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 a dime that might be something worth doing we'll come back to yeah that. absolutely all right so we've got our crew here they're in the kitchen with laris they're cooking they're basting i think they got a they got a <laughs> they got a pig on the roast one of my notes that i wrote down just says basting <laughs> <laughs> no context. turkey basters are just funny to me and and not in a weird sexual way when people are like oh they put the stuff in the turkey baster no no I think a turkey baster and the idea of just basting a full bird with delicious gravies or or what have you is comedy gold. It's a it's a and meat shower. If you can throw in if you can throw in someone like maybe a Swedish chef from the Muppets oh. just going, with a waving around a a turkey baster. That's the only word you need in there. <laughs> I am laughing. <laughs> See, get that Simon's pies. Turkey baster, Swedish chef. We got ourselves a show. Uh, yeah, they're basting, they're cleaning, uh, and then I think uh, that's when the Amarillin seat comes in. She says something to Elaine. Elaine, uh, Egwene talks back to Amarillin seat. Uh, not because, not not because Amarillin seat is actually saying something uh, mean. It's because Egwene just didn't understand the situation. I think uh, the Amarillin seat was playing some sort of like game here to get Elaine out of the situation or whatever, but she needed to talk to Nynaeve. That was the whole thing. Why like Amarillin seat was here is that she needed to talk to uh, Nynaeve and get the lowdown. Start start talking business about this whole nonsense that's going on. And what happens is Nynaeve tells her the plan about, going to tear about Calendor, about all these things. So we get a whole bunch of information about things we don't know about. And we get uh, one thing is that confirmation is that Elsa wasn't Elsa at all. 
It was and who was Elsa? It was Celine. Celine. I mean, I'm assuming. Guess what? Yeah, it's always fucking. It's always Celine. Celine. It's always fucking Celine. That meat pie is Celine. I'm pretty sure. The turkey that's getting basin right Not now. Not Lars, but that meat pie over there with the breasts. <laughs> that's definitely <laughs> Celine. <laughs> oh me, I am just a beef and cheddar pie. Don't mind me. Oh my long blonde hair. Oh my breasts. <laughs> Robert Jordan spent like two paragraphs explaining the the, 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 the curves. Cuts of Robert Jordan right in the breasts. We're large for meat pie. <laughs> Supple. Like tender cuts of pork. With the fat left on the side. Dripping. Mm. Gravy. And <laughs> 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 it just sort of trails off. And then the next the next sentence starts with, Well, they filled their, bil- they filled their bellies with delicious meat pies and ham. <laughs> it's just like, wow, Robert Jordan really is just writing based off of his, <laughs> just his what's, wants and needs. What is just going on Whatever's in his head? Whatever's going on through his head. <laughs> yeah, just what's really like, what if he's hungry, if he's happy, if he's a little, if he's got, if, if he's in the mood. Everything just kind of like. If he's ready for a jig. If he's jigging, gambling. What, 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 yeah, but we know it, ready for a jig means something different. Yeah, yeah, we've established that. Well, like uh, you, that's when you start writing Celine chapters. I think you have to at that at that point is like you just start have to you just have to start pulling stuff out of your head because if you look if you if the sheer word count that this man is pulling off in books, it's, it's large. It's massive. It is massive, and I think he wrote them in like a two year span. Like, how do you write a eight hundred word book in just like a go and have like a full draft? Ready to run in two years. His, you just never stop. You just never stop. His, I guess so. His, I wonder what his life looked like and how much he really was writing these fucking books. I guess. And then he just died, I guess. I, yeah, maybe maybe he wasn't <laughs> eating or sleeping. He was just writing about it. You know? like We can only hope. We can only hope that he was just so devolved into writing these books that he was just this sort of timekeeper, this sort of Dr. Manhattan overseeing the world of the Wheel of Time. Unfortunately, so much so until it ended with his demise. Do you think he had like a diorama of the entire world yeah. that he just like played with the characters on the on the map? And he would just... I feel like he... <laughs> I feel like he regularly constructed a charcuterie board into a diorama and then ate ate it as he wrote. Right, right, right. And he would like make cheese into breasts and he write about it and like that's a building. Wow. I was gonna make a little rand out of a pickle. Well and you know a little iguane and little cheese. Now we know where my mind is at, I guess. <laughs> yes, yes we do. All right. Right. So one one of the things here, yeah, like I said, Celine, it wasn't Elsa, is Celine. Elsa got kicked out. She's gone. She's gone from the White Tower. She was staring at too many boys. She got a gig with Disney. Hopefully it works out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she, yeah, uh, Barney, Barney Harris. Uh, she got Barney mm-hmm. Harris. New job. Did too well. Do we know what Barney Harris's new job is? I don't know. He's probably going to play Spawn or something in the future. working for the Global Post. Yeah, <laughs> post office. Yeah, he's a mailman. Can you imagine that? Yeah, he wanted, wanted the benefits. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe- Every now and then you do hear of that happening where so-and-so leaves the limelight to go do what society would view as a more mundane 
Yeah, I, I position. You know what? I got a lot of cases. I got my I I, I got my uh, I got my accountant's degree, and I got this sweet gig with this marketing firm, and I'm just gonna be I'm just gonna be their accountant. I just love numbers. Love numbers. Acting, yeah, it takes me all around around the world, but keep, look at the call sheets. Have you ever We're gonna have three o'clock in the morning. The number nine. Like really fucking looked at it because there's a lot of shit going on there. Did you know if you flip it upside down, it's a six? It's wild. <laughs> it's I'm blown away by it every single day. You know the Matrix? Yeah. Oh man, the Matrix is really good. There's a lot of good acting, but oof, that screen when it goes black and green numbers start flying at your when face. You just look at all the numbers. Nothing better. <laughs> so what made you want to become an accountant? The Matrix. Matrix. <laughs> Oh yeah, uh, like Neo, but doesn't isn't Neo like an accountant at the beginning of that or or something like that? He hates it. Yeah, no, not Neo. No, uh, the numbers. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You heard me. <laughs> you know what I fucking said. I really like Lost too. Uh, take a guess at why? Oh, the numbers. I mean, no, actually, Hurley. <laughs> he's, a big, he's relatable. Hilarious. He's a likable guy. Yeah, yeah. Remember when they fixed the van? Yeah. Love to see when they fixed the van. <laughs> Reminds me of my cousin. His name's Gurley. <laughs> he loves numbers. The show. <laughs> <laughs> we can go all day with this. All right. I think the next thing is uh, the naive gives Amarillo and Seat the lowdown about all the stuff that they found in that little house in that little space in the basement. And the Amarillo and Seat, I don't think knew anything about that stuff. She's like, I thought we got rid of everything. Or yeah, they took everything or took their Tarangriol. Something fishy afoot. Yeah, there might be something here that, it, you know, the Amberlynn seat might be letting on letting on less than she does. You know what I mean? Or perhaps somebody hid that stuff without telling the Amberlynn seat, like a black Asia. Right? Yeah. Like someone who's up to some nefarious business. Well, it could be, you know, what's her like right hand ladies like Shiriam or something like that? Could be one of them. Yes. Shiri ham. Sh- mm, hungry. Shiri ham. I got dinner cooking right now, and it's like it's wafting in here, and I'm smelling. Can smell it. Smell it? Uh, yeah. We're having. What is, it, what is it smelling? It's honey garlic. We haven't. I'm having one pot Uh-oh. honey garlic chicken. She's using the honey ham. No chicken. Oh yum 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 yum. <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. For honey, I just use honey ham. I don't. Uh, I don't go for. <laughs> I don't go for honey. I just use one dollar honey ham. Throw that in the pot. I blend it though. Turn it down into a sauce. Yeah. Or reduce course. it. You pour a little milk in it. Just, but not a lot. <laughs> <Ugh>. <laughs> if you can prove that this podcast made you vomit, <laughs> we will give you a free month on our Patreon. Ooh, I like that deal. Nah. Yeah, we should be We're going to have to figure out how to do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a coupon, a coupon code. Maybe we can get a deal with Groupon. Maybe we get a deal with Groupon. Now we're cooking. All right. Uh, so there's that there's that information, and then finally there is the information regarding Kalendor, the sword that isn't a sword that is a sword, but it isn't. Which now we're getting a more clear explanation of because it, we, it is a sword. Are we though? I I think so. I don't know, man. Yes. Well, here's the thing. <clears throat> Why is it a sword? It looks like who a sword. is it a sword? Who is it a sword? Right, <laughs> the Dragon Reborn, probably. Yeah. That's the answer for a lot of things. But, no, I mean, it's a sword because it's shaped like a sword. And it's a sword. It's generally the first hint, but it's, <laughs> first hint that I have, yeah. But it's not a sword because it's a terangrial. Right. 
And it might be also a sword, like judging by the dream that Egwene had, it might be a sword that the Dragon Reborn could channel. Like it's not actually like a a sword that you put in your pocket, so to speak. You don't sheathe it. It just it just appears. It just appears. Could be like the sword of Gryffindor. Oh. It appears to that who is worthy and that who needs it. Like, I think it's a little bit different though, because this one will only appear to the Dragon Reborn. But but that might that's not necessarily true because everybody's having vision of this thing. Everybody knows about it. The 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 Amerlin Sea. Everyone does seem to know about it, but I don't know if everyone knows about it as if it's like a legend. But do we know where it is? A uh, tier should be in the, the, yeah. the yeah. It's in tier, like in a stone or something, right? Yeah, but where I don't know. We might have they might have told us about that in previous chapters, but uh, I don't know. There was a dip in our <sighs> I mean, energy really feel in earlier like... episodes that I'm trying to change. I really feel like. Rand's birdsword must be Kalendor. But at the same time, it, do- it doesn't seem like it is because if he's been walking around with that thing the whole time, around all these eyes that eye and whatnot, you think it would have, something would have happened. What if it does actually turn out that the Heron Mark blade is actually nothing? It doesn't mean anything. Well, we know what it means. It just means swordmaster. Means yeah, it means swordmaster. But it, ultimately, it doesn't mean like because you and I have been thinking for a long it time. Means, no, it it means a, it, that swordmaster thing's a big deal. It's like a, a only yep. only a master of the blade. But I was thinking like when it like I always thought it meant something more. It was like its destiny of that sword was like was joined at the hip with the dragon reborn in some sort of way. Well, that sounds a lot like Kalendor, doesn't it? That sounds like Kalendor. So maybe I maybe I'm wrong about the Haramark blade, and it's actually Kalendor. You know, and we're not even done the first act of this series yet, so there's a lot of room to play. <clears throat> it it certainly seems like the bird sword is Kalendor, but I'm starting to think that maybe it's not, and they're just different swords. If that is the case, it's interesting that the bird sword doesn't have a name. Beyond the Heronmark blade. What would you name it? Birdsword. Yeah. Checks out. What about you? Birdsword. Man, I'm not even going to challenge that. I'm pretty that. sure it's, that's what it is. Now, they do, I believe the Amerlin mentioned here, that Kalimdor is the third most powerful Terangriel ever made. Third, eh? I'm pretty sure she mentioned that there's two that were more powerful Two that were more powerful than it. Yeah, only were, two more but, powerful were ever made. Yeah, you're right. And then is that all that said? Or does it say they were destroyed? Yeah. Or so what happened to those I two? I got the line here. The sword that cannot be touched is a Sangreal, girl. Sangreal, not tearing. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. Only two more powerful were ever made. And thank the light, neither of those was ever used. Used. So they were never used, but I wonder what they were. I mean, they could be a staff. They could be could be anything. Could be a wide brimmed hat. Could be a wide brimmed hat. Could be a giant mm-hmm. axe. Could be a wolf. Could be a cheese knife. Could be a cheese knife. Could be, could be a, anything. It could be a gold plated tooth. 
And I wonder if those other things are things that are not a thing. Right? A gold-plated tooth that is not a gold-plated tooth. And it will just... Yeah, it's just an abscess. When you need it. Yeah. It's an, <laughs> yeah it's, you got to get that checked out. It only appears when you need it, but you need to have a spot for it to appear. So you need to be constantly missing a tooth. And then it'll appear in your mouth when you need oh, it. That's, you can channel a lot of power. Yeah, that's unfortunate. You know, like you're the giant, you know, you're like, you you can, you can channel one of the most powerful Sangreal, Angreals in the world, but it's a gold plate tooth right in the front. So like to hide it, you just have to have a nasty, just missing tooth smile. Look like a hockey player <laughs> until it's time to, until it's time to fucking party at the last battle. It's, you, it's a relatable smile. Yeah. You see, a, you see a, a toothless grin and you say, Hey buddy, Hey, you got some potatoes. Yeah. I want to make it clear that I, I am not knocking on anybody that's missing a, missing a tooth. Will's missing all of his teeth. I don't have any teeth. I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> I it could go anywhere with this thing. I get. I I don't know what this sword could mean. This sword could could go anywhere, but almost certainly Rand is going to get it, and it's going to be his sword. Yeah, they're gonna. You know what's gonna happen? We're gonna hang out with this clueless troop, and I don't mean clueless because uh, they're. I'm saying they're dumb. I mean, they remind me of the crew. I should say the craft. They really are more like the craft. Uh, you're banking. You're throwing out a lot of craft references. Lots of craft references. This season. Everyone's like the craft. Everybody's like the craft. And you're not wrong. Well, I mean, that's kind of like my go-to reference whenever I'm like hanging around anybody. Now, here's the question Spider-Man, that I'm no interested way home? about. Maybe some, of our li- maybe some of our listeners are interested about this too. Have you actually seen the craft? Yes, I have. Not for a long time, no. but I've seen it all the way through. And not just on YouTube. I'm not going to answer that question. Okay. 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 <laughs> I'm not going to answer in what chunks. I don't. I'm glad we're. I'm glad we're figuring in, this out. Uh, in what? Uh, what, uh, what? What? Progression. S- segments. Segments. As one might put it. Yeah. Those are the words I write for a living. Everybody. Uh, yeah. I don't know where it's going to go with Calendor, Cal- but this chapter more or less ends off with Nynaeve going like, "We're going to go to Tier and Amorling's seat going word." Yeah, she's like, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, just be back before, you know, people find out. Do they even tell her about, like, Matt leaving and sent, taking the uh, taking the letter with him? I think they leave that part out. It's a good question. I don't think they do. I mean, they leave that out. I could go back and probably read don't want the to chapter, get yelled at. like the professionals like we are, but that's not why you're here. It's not. Thank you for listening to the end of this episode. We love and appreciate you guys, as always. Please go give us a follow on Twitter, at Chap by Chap, and on Instagram, at Chapter by Chapter Podcast. And we will see you back here tomorrow for Chapter 30, The First Toss! Big Cheese Daddy just gets tired of these shoutouts at the end of every episode. 
the amount of like improvisation that I have to learn to kind of regurgitate the same information just to get other people to get on board with this. I'm just kidding. I love doing it. Big Cheese Daddy, you know we love you. If you guys want to be like Big Cheese Daddy, get a shout out like this, head over to our Patreon, become a Gouda Grandmaster, support your favorite cheese boys, and you never know, maybe we'll give you other stuff as well.